This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, pop culture, current events, and whatever else people are talking about these days. With your host, Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, current events pop culture, whatever we want to talk about. Shitting. I've said that a couple weeks in a row, I think. We're going to get we're going to get the shit cast done soon, don't worry. But in the meantime, <laughs> hey, I'm Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co I'm your your host, you know that. This is off to a fucking smashing yeah, start. Yeah, you're you're galloping, man. Yeah, I it's, I've it's been a chaotic morning. There's a lot going on with the studio and my setup, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host, but I do technically have a couple of co-hosts who are just my co-hosts on another podcast called You Don't Even Like This Band. Andy Sell and Travis Clark are here. I'm the Travis part of that. Yep. Oh, I, I are you sure? Positive. Was, yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm glad you spoke first then, because I was going to really embarrass myself. Oh. I guess I'm the Andy part. Of You're it. the Andy part. You got to get oh, it right. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Now I feel, now it feels right. Yeah. That's that's how we address Andy on the You Don't Even Like This Band podcast, which we are in the midst of putting out the Steve Earl season publicly, but nice. there's already a whole Fleetwood Mac season in the can right now that you can listen to if you subscribe to bonus episodes on Patreon, Supercast. That's it. Just those two places. You should be glad you know where these podcasts are, because I'm not at your house. <laughs> That's a reference, everybody. <laughs> Go listen yeah, to if the you're listen, If you're listening to the Steve Earle season, you you maybe you get that one. Yeah. You know? And even if you don't know who Steve Earle is, you should listen to the Steve Earle season. Agreed. We didn't guarantee. Yeah. Guaranteed. Steve Earle is someone you want to know. Yeah. About. We didn't we mm -hmm. didn't do a comedy podcast about it for nothing. Go listen to the Steve Earle season. In the meantime, we're not talking about music this week. We're doing a local news roundup. These are some of my favorite episodes because these really are stories that I pull from local news outlets around the country. And in a lot of cases, it's stuff that's not really getting a lot of national attention because otherwise I know, oh, news stories from around the country. You mean news? But no, <laughs> I mean local news. Stop it. I, don't, I think one person said that once and I've been carrying that fucking burden ever that, since i love that one person's like i'm gonna get him with this con you know this comment and you're like it's never gone away it's just stuck <laughs> yeah, in your head they, yeah. yeah they are they are in your heart yep yep that's that's just how it works at the walls they live there they live in my brain rent free god i oh, hate god, when people I, say that i never needed to hear that yeah again. the amount i hate that lives rent free in my head yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I hate that. And I hate any cat video that says your cat thinks you live in their home rent free. It's like cats. Cats are not collecting rent cats, from anyone. Cats don't understand the they, concept they of have, like rent. Yeah, that's they're what, not. That's what big feline wants you to think. <laughs> yeah. I would look. They are fans of the musical. I will. I want to make that clear. Who's not? Yeah. Me. Uh, <laughs> me also. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I can just the vibe is off for me. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want any part of it anyway. Should we talk about some local news? Let's let yeah let's t- let's talk about local. It's very local to me actually. I mean, these yeah. next like four stories that when I when I saw the notes, I was like, are these all going to take place here? Well, here's the thing: three of these stories take place in Wisconsin. This this count is assuming we get to all of them. If we don't, <laughs> I'm not going to edit this part. You're no, just yeah, why why would you like? Don't break out your scorecard and hold me to these numbers, please. I was checking and upon you. First of all, uh, that's all news is what you're talking about. And secondly, uh, only two of the stories were from Wisconsin. So I don't understand your qualifier. (laughs) That will happen. (laughs) That will happen. Three of these stories are from Wisconsin. Two, which I I maintain the Texas of the Midwest. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Two are from Ohio. Which is fucking Ohio of the United yeah, States. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the Ohio yeah. of the world. <laughs> the Ohio. The, exactly. Exactly. You you asked for it, Ohio, by pulling that the Ohio State University shit. You asked for it. And this is this is the monkey's paw curse. And then <laughs> the last three are local to me and Travis. Because they're yeah. they're all Cali stories. Yeah. Not for you, Andy. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I don't even care about Wisconsin, to be honest. When are we going to get some Minnesota stories, huh? When are we going to talk about the, uh, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, nothing's happening. And there's an answer. Here's the thing. We legalized weed and that's it. No more news. We're done. That's all the news you need. You said, when are we going to talk about Minnesota? And then you said, gosh, I don't even know what we would talk about. So that's your answer. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about a Wisconsin brewery owner who... You mean a person who lives in Wisconsin? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) His his brewery is getting shut down, and he thinks it's because he supports the libs. And here's the thing. I wouldn't doubt it, but I also don't know if I 100% believe that that's what's happening here. So he's shutting down his plant to own the libs, or the libs are... Well, (laughs) here's here's what happened. It's Oneida County, Wisconsin, which that's northern Wisconsin. The Oneida County Committee revoked the permit of a company called Manaqua Brewing Company. They said it was because owner Kirk Bangstat. What a name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's a- What a name. That's a porn name right there. (laughs) They claim Kirk (laughs) violated prohibitions on outdoor alcohol sales. And Bangstat, though, claims Wait, it's because... This is, I'm sorry. This is Wisconsin. Are there prohibitions on outdoor alcohol sales? Yeah. Isn't Wisconsin just an outdoor beer garden? <laughs> Wisconsin is the state where if you're a kid and your parents say it's okay, you can drink in bars and restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean if you're like 18. I mean, if like, you're like 12 and your parents are like, listen, kid. 
It's time you start pulling your weight around here. And by that, I mean, help us with these beers. Isn't their baseball team literally the Brewers? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, hey, little Johnny. Hey, no wounded soldiers. Leave no man behind. Which at this point, their team being called the Brewers is about as appropriate as when Washington, D.C.'s NBA team was called the Bullets. Like, <laughs> yikes. Because at one point, people were like, you know, there's a lot of gun violence in this city, right? <laughs> we cannot continue to call our team the Bullets. So then they changed it to the Wizards, which is probably a reference to the KKK. I would oh. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the other thing that we get in the Washington, United States D.C. of America. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been interesting if they changed it to the Washington, D.C. GSWs. What? Gunshot wound. That's how you. <laughs> that's ah, how you <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Wisconsin is routinely the drunkest state in the nation. I think they took that title again this year. Like they drank more beer, especially than anyone, like any other state yeah. by far. So I, I get that given the history of breweries in the state, <laughs> Milwaukee brewers make sense, but it's also how everyone's like, dying of liver cancer in Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think he's got a point, honestly, when he's, you know, I, again, I don't love the guy or whatever. I don't, I don't know him, but who, like, who are we talking about? Kirk Bankstead. Oh, oh yeah. But this is why I don't, th uh, that's why I don't, that's why I buy his side of it rather than like, no, you were violating outdoor. It's like, that's not a law that anyone enforces in Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, what happened, we should tell people that part. He, apparently tried to open an outdoor beer garden and the almighty Oneida County committee said he could not. They said it violated outdoor alcohol sales regulations, which, which again, this is Wisconsin. There are none. Yeah. That is right up there with how there's that like one spot in West Virginia where there's no electrical outlets or gadgets or like no electronics work at all. Like, that's West Virginia. That's the only thing. <laughs> when I've been there, yeah. And I might be wrong if it that it's even in West Virginia, but people know what I'm talking about. There's documentaries about it. It's just an area where no electrical devices work. No, none of your gadgets. I mean, if they do, people are going to complain because they say the vibrations like make them sick. So one little spot in the United States where there's no smartphones, and apparently there's one little spot in Wisconsin. Where you can't drink outside. <laughs> so yeah, now that I hear yeah, myself say it, I'm pretty skeptical of their motives. It's Ted's house. <laughs> that one spot is Ted's house, and it's because he's you know he's the one person in Wisconsin who recognizes he has a problem. This guy, the reason he claims it's because he supports the libs is because he super duper supports the libs. He uh, ran for Congress as a Democrat in 2015. And for state assembly in 2020, he also runs a super PAC called Monaqua Brewing Company Super PAC, which is oh, a big problem. There's I love problem. that he separated the two things so that you couldn't <laughs> connect the two. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're running for government office in like a place where it's going to be a, a, an issue, try to hide. Try to hide your business from. <laughs> yeah. Also, how well is that brewery doing? That he's running right. a super pack. A super pack. Damn. Named after the brewery. That's and like I'm I'm not a drinker. Is 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 this a known beer? Is this a is this a a thing? I personally I have never had the Tammy Shandy, which is named Ooh. after U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin. 
I used to love a good shandy though. Nor have Wait, I. Wait, he's naming beers after. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. guy. <laughs> that's that's government bootlicker shit right there. Stop it, Kirk. Kirk, we gotta talk for a second. <laughs> no one's no one's that that patriotic, pal. Well, yes, stop. Trump Trump supporters. Yeah, stop being. You're being a Leslie Nope here. You get it? <laughs> a little bit. He's also purchased billboards attacking Republican Wait, politicians. Do the billboards themselves physically get up and attack the Republicans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not seen those? Is that They're... like the that Simpsons episode where the advertisements <laughs> become sentient? It's like a Transformers thing. Like they're billboards and then they see a Republican and they go, roll out. And they go and they attack them. It's really cool. What he would, would be really smart is if you did that with the like the the pro all the anti-choice uh, Republican billboards you see out in these little uh, areas out in the middle of nowhere that are like, you know, God hates abortion. But if one of those transformed into a transformer that then attack Republicans, they'd never see it coming. Correct. True. I will say like, look, <laughs> I, I think. I think this guy, maybe I would agree with his politics. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. But I think if you're like, I poked a bear and then the bear attacked me, you go, dude, you poked a bear repeatedly. You started a pack for bear poking. Yeah. The, <laughs> the problem is his claims here are completely unprovable because yeah. his argument is, well, they turned down my my request because I support liberals. Like I'm a, I'm a liberal progressive. And- Maybe, but how do you prove that? That yeah, you can't because it's it's like it's cronyism. It's this whole you know, it's this whole like they've th these people have taken over uh, the the local government, and you can't you know you can't fight city hall, Adam. I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah, and it does suck, but it's not like he had to shut his business down. It seems like now he's going to have to because he opened this beer garden anyway, apparently. But uh, God damn it! <laughs> well, that sounds like he's more of a libertarian than a liberal. Well, I mean, that's the other thing is Wisconsin is very libertarian. Like, there's a lot of libertarians in Wisconsin, and so this whole like idea of and like let's be honest, libertarians are by and large just uh, I don't qualify matches. body shaming or uh, personal choices. <laughs> But like they're not going to enforce this rule for anyone else. You know what I mean? It's definitely selective enforcement. Like, yeah. And think how bad that would suck in the summer to be like the only bar where people can't drink outside. Like, yeah, th that would kind of hurt your business. But also, he hasn't had an outdoor beer garden this whole time. But also, I think I don't know how long this brewery's been there. Maybe just a few years. But yeah, it sucks. But. I, f I feel like we're going to see more shit like this. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, the, it's <laughs> it's already kind of happening. It's already happening. Yeah, it's already happening. Thanks, Supreme Court. Yeah. So are you pro beer garden choice or I, are you look, pro? I, I'm going to be uh, honest. I don't give a fuck about a single person in this story. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I do think but I do think I, what I am pro is I'm pro um uh poking bears i guess yeah like that's because that's the thing is you do you what do kind of bears? is there any bears that you would like to poke yeah what kind of bears any bears in particular yeah. maybe is there anybody andy can you think of a single bear 
gosh, that I maybe like you'd like to poke. Oh my God, Syphilis Bear is here! Hi, everybody. Bears. Andy, why don't you just give me one little hug? You don't even have to poke me. I just want a hug. I mean, I'm definitely Travis. not going to poke. I feel like that's how you ended up in your predicament. Travis, just knock when you come back in. Okay. Yeah. Here's Travis Clark. <laughs> <laughs> it's my. Did you not know I do a, I do an amazing Siri impression? Did you not Siri, know that? Siri yeah. just Siri just blew your cover, man. God damn it, Siri! All right, go on, syphilis bear. Oh, oh wait, are we, I'm sorry. You just one little hug, Andy. You don't have to poke. I don't. You don't have, have to prod. I'm here, pro hugging. Coming to my hug garden. It's legal in Wisconsin. <laughs> Only in Wisconsin. <laughs> Only in Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, I'm coming back into the room now. What I miss? Oh, so, hey, hey guys, Travis. Travis, back. Hey, Travis, Siri, actually. Oh yeah, Siri told Siri, Siri sent me the text to come back yeah. in the room. So I, yeah, 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 I'm here. If you say it one more time, she's gonna appear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, poking bears is good. I get yeah, it. You should. I get it. You want to talk about weird laws and, and bears real quick? I got something not on the thing. What? I went to buy bear repellent where it is legally sold in outdoor stores, and the person at the store was like, "I can't sell you bear repellent. It's uh, it's illegal in California." Oh man. And I went, "No, it's." It's definitely not. What? So, Did they ha- they it. had it at the store? Yeah, they were right there, and they're like, "Well, where are you going to go with it?" I'm like, "I'm going to go to this mountain. I'm going to go to this mountain." They're like, "Yeah, it's illegal to ever use it." And I'm like, "Then find me after I haven't been mauled by a bear. That's yeah. fine." Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember this story, but somebody I know, I feel like it was somebody I know. So, well, somebody was telling me, and I, I think it was about somebody I know, but they ch- accidentally shot a kid in the face with bear repellent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's assault. <laughs> it was an, he didn't like, I guess the nozzle was facing the, the wrong way. He was just like trying to do it to like show like, hey, this is how it works. But the nozzle was facing behind him and the kid was standing behind him and he just sprayed him right in the face with fucking bear mace. That kid's dead, right? Like that's not a kid anymore. That's an anti-kid. <laughs> anti-kid. Well, if he's not no, dead, I, he's fucking grown now. I guess he's he's going to become a, a state senator and outlaw bear repellent. And that's somebody's villain origin story. When I was a kid, <laughs> when I was, I was a hit kid. in the face with bear mace. Dude shot me in the face <laughs> yeah. with bear mace. No, yeah. It, well, actually, I now remember it is somebody I know. I remember. I remember who it is now. Wow. Who is it? I'll edit it out. This guy's Sean. He's not a comic or oh, anything. God damn it. He's just a buddy of a buddy. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't Sean. It was Matt. Sean and Ricky were telling me about it. Never mind. Oh, it sounds like you're making it. it up as you go now. Classic uh, yeah. Matt. So it was this guy Copernicus. And, uh... <laughs> Classic Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we shouldn't laugh and joke about kids who are almost certainly gravely injured. But since we are already right, let's let's go let's, let's go deeper yeah let's segue okay, right wow. into this yeah, into this segue. next this next story yeah the segue brought to you by Segway. Segway. when you need a segue 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 travis you didn't say it we have to it's do right. the whole thing over again all right, all right, all right. at the very end we say it all together <laughs> I, I got it i got it i'm, I'm ready okay we're not gonna okay. do that so no, okay. segue <laughs> <laughs> peppermint patty <laughs> that's a 
call back to the something. The little that... redheaded girl who lives down the street. <laughs> oh, subscribers, you're going to have to listen to the outtakes to understand that reference. I'm sorry. FBI is getting involved in a story that we talked about. On the a... female body inspectors? <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah dog. <laughs> no, they're getting involved in the story about a missing kid we talked about on a recent local news roundup episode. This is a weird story. Yeah. This kid, his name is James Yablonski. He's 13 years old. He was reported missing in early June by his family, except twist. 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 Their claim, which is one that the local police seem to believe so far, is that James was not kidnapped, at least not at first, but- Gosh, wow. Instead, is attempting to live off the grid. As a 13-year-old? Well, That's- <sighs> here is where that whole survivalist, I'm teaching my kids to be scared of the libs now kind yeah. of mentality- this is how it sometimes pays off, unfortunately, is your kids really, really take it to heart. We're going to live in the woods. We're going to shut down independent breweries. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> this is why I this is why I advocate the banning of the adventures of Huckleberry Finn in public sure. schools. Sure. Because it encourages kids to go off on adventures. But you, every now and then you're like, Mark Twain had some good ideas. I liked his use of certain words. <laughs> Wow. Uh, no, wow. absolutely not. 100% no. But, <laughs> twist, there was that kid in Washington, right? Colt, do uh, you remember this? The Barefoot Bandit? Oh, yeah. The kid that was going around, like, breaking into S shit. And stealing planes and shit? He was, like, stealing yeah. private single-engine planes and flying away in them? And Oh, yeah. And, like, documenting uh, it on social so media. Yeah, it does happen. Like, there are kids that go full on fucking Tom Sawyer and, you know. Yeah, they we talked about on the the first time we brought this up, he, like, took a bunch of his dad's, like, survivalist books and shit. He took his dad's cell phone. He stole the family van, which he apparently knew how to drive well enough to get it to a nearby town. And then they started finding evidence that he'd been camping. And... <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> He's a backwoods Batman. I love him. Yeah. No, that's great. He's just like, fuck it. I'm bored in school. Nobody gets me. And Here's he's what I can do. He's apparently good enough at it that he's gotten so deep into the woods that there were like local cops who were injured looking for him. And that's fine. But now. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> More of that, please. If there's any heartwarming part of this story, it's that. But uh, now the FBI is getting involved. They are, they're coming to town. Apparently that started a couple weeks ago. The FBI has gotten involved in this. And one of their first uh, acts is to give family and friends lie detector tests. So if nothing else, someone will be coerced into confessing to having kidnapped James Le Yablonski soon. All right. But whether or not it's true. <laughs> in the world where this kid is just living in the woods and he's going to go back to school next year. Uh, stay clear of this kid. Like this kid is <laughs> no not way. gonna be good. He's gonna have the trench coat. He's gonna do the no, whole thing. This is the kid. This is the kid with the nunchucks and the throwing stars and the good taste in music. 
<laughs> Man. Skin rules. I really hope that that, I mean, like, obviously it's like one or the other, right? It's like either this is actually a really fun story about, you know, a kid becoming a Batman villain, or it's it's going to be one of the most tragic stories ever uh, when we finally get yeah. uh, a resolution on it. And I, God, am I holding out hope for that Batman villain story? Yeah, God, that's, am I hoping that's the side of it? That's the thing. All jokes aside, no matter his family's politics, I hope this kid is okay. Yeah. And you yeah. really embraced the dog. I was <laughs> bored into <laughs> it. <enjoy. laughs> I want this kid to come back in a fucking Zane mask. I want him to blow up a football stadium. Comes back with a bear. (laughs) A bear on a leash. He He rides rides. a bear to school. (laughs) He's got a bear saddle. That's probably probably how this is going to go. Yeah. He's probably going to go by Jimmy Yoblo when he comes back. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's got a, right? Yeah, (laughs) J-Yo. J-Yo is good. I like Yo Blow because it can be an acronym for, you know, you won't, he's you only blow up once. You only bloody live once. <laughs> All right. One last Wisconsin story. This one, this is heartbreaking here. This is, a, this is a sad one. A family in Salem, Wisconsin was just one of several who were scammed by a okay. travel agent. Oh man, that's terrible. A Facebook travel agent. Okay. That's on you. A Facebook <laughs> travel agent who handled all of their bookings through Facebook Messenger. I don't trust... Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust comics who handle their bookings through Facebook Messenger. Same. Like, if you if you run a show and you're trying to book me through Facebook Messenger, you're already on the blacklist for me. You're like, this is probably a scam, and why did I just give you a bunch of money? Yeah. Sets are, also though, like- sets are 15 minutes. I'm going to send you a check for $2,000. <laughs> you cash that. You keep 1400 You send 600 back to me. See you Friday. Facebook Messenger, they book these through. I've 100% done that show. Is this a bringer? Is it a bringer? Is it a bringer travel trip? Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a bring your own funds and then we keep your funds. Uh, the, here's the-, the thing, though. Is this story? Whatever. I'll let you, I'll no, let go you ahead, tell go it. Ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> It's just like, this is the, it's like, what are we mad at them for being dumb, being uninitiated? Like I'm not, some people just don't know how vacations, well, I know you're not mad at them. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not mad. Were you going to say some people don't know how vacations work? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how vacations work. What do you mean? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the first thing about travel agents and, and whatever, like. In the year 2023, if you're using a travel agent, you're for I sure mean, being scammed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing is I wouldn't. That, that's what it is. I wouldn't do yeah. a travel agent. Like if the word timeshare comes up, I walk away. Like, yeah, I don't know if I agree on the travel agent thing. Like if I was booking a trip to Europe or something like I would fuck that up. Like I would not yeah. hit all the things I needed to hit. Like sometimes I can see a travel agent being necessary when I can't see it being necessary is when you're just getting a hotel in the Wisconsin Dells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair. <laughs> just like, just go online and book a room. Do not do it through Facebook messenger. I'll listen. I'm not even going to name the couple. Why? Why would I? Cause like Andy said, they're just, they're just not savvy when it comes yeah. to travel. Not everyone is. And, So, so let this be a public service announcement that the next time you're booking 
a trip to the Wisconsin Dells, just don't do it through Facebook Messenger. Like that <laughs> that one one rule, that one life rule will save you from heartache like this, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe because this company <laughs> does like they are online, like they have a website, right? Like, the, so I mean, yeah, but th- if they reach out to you then through Facebook Messenger, it's like, okay, well, well, this is a huge red flag. It's not just that the way this happened, they got a Facebook ad, which I'm yes, not going to shame yeah. anyone for clicking on an internet no, ad. Yeah. I do like 90% of my shopping on Instagram, but that ad led them to the company's website. But then the reservation was booked after that on Facebook Messenger. So at that point, I'm like, well, see, also, I don't know. They're not they're not being specific enough about how this happened. Yeah. And when they reached out to the woman who owns the company, she got even more confusing, to be honest. Yeah. She's the story. She blamed it on like local rules in Wisconsin Dells, probably put in place to punish liberals, (laughs) (laughs) had a negative impact on the type of units that she's renting out. And Destination Vacation Super Pack. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But is it too early to do plugs? Because I want to let you guys know I'm uh, I have a travel agency that I book through uh, (laughs) Facebook Messenger. You can just find uh, SB travels, uh, syphilis bear travels, and we'll, uh, we'll hook you up. But also what I was going to say is I don't know if it's necessarily as, as sketch as it seems because there is that thing and I've never done it. So I don't know how it unfolds, but I've clicked on Instagram ads where it pops up and they're like, Hey, want us to fill in your personal info on this site? Oh, I hate that. And shit. it's like, yeah. whose side are you on? Jesus. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you like say yes to that. Does everything else unfold through Instagram messaging? Maybe. In which case, I guess I I can see myself even being like, well, you'd be fooled too. Yeah, I guess this is like some affiliate shit and they just do it this way. But also probably not. No, I I don't get. Yeah, no, I don't click on any of that shit ever. (laughs) Yeah, I try not to, but sometimes it's like, if you're going through, if we're talking about Instagram, where you're going through a story and all of a sudden it's like, here's a fucking ad. And you're like, I can't yeah. tell if you're selling the girl or the clothes or the patches in this. I don't know. There's this one ad that the comes up. Girl, where it's like, Travis. Are you I don't know what this girls? is. An, I don't know what this is an ad for. It's like a trucker hat, a patch yeah, yeah, yeah. and a girl in a bikini. And I'm like, which one of these things is for sale? I don't understand. <laughs> Probably like a not the person. <laughs> like, yes, human trafficking is a reality, but I don't think they've moved to Instagram ads. I don't yet. know yet. I clicked on more info, and the next thing I knew through Facebook Messenger, I was like, do you want an escort for the evening? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And now Brenda lives with me. Yes. Now I have a sister wife. It's fine. I'm happier than ever, Ben. <laughs> you don't get it. I this whole thing is just and this is going to come up I think in another story we're going to talk about but like this idea that like sub there needs to be regulation <laughs> there needs to be some kind of like oh here comes big government <laughs> big government <laughs> trying to stop you from getting swindled by a timeshare rental snafu <laughs> that's the other thing too cuz these reservations are all through a timeshare at like Wyndham timeshares and then the stuff about 
how they're not associated with the wilderness park that they're next to and how you have to do all bookings through that. It's, this is the thing is that none of it makes any sense. It's the wild fucking West now. Yeah. Uh, Andy, are you the person in this story? <laughs> is this your time? <laughs> you know a lot about the different. <laughs> and you are of- close to Wisconsin. Look, I Dells. just wanted to take my partner to the Dells <laughs> to celebrate her finishing grad school. Hey, congratulations. Oh, I'll tell her you said that. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, one thing I don't I can see people not thinking to do this, but if they had the people interviewed here would have seen that Destination Vacation has an F rating. Yeah. With Better Business Bureau, which that's the highest, right? For fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> but no, if. A company has an F, no matter the reason, even if it is because Wisconsin Dells changed some shit and now things have gone awry, don't book your travel through them. I'm going to say even if they have like a C or a D, I'd be sketched out by a B, honestly. Like when you walk in a restaurant and you see the B in the window, it's like, okay, I guess it's okay. Like that's passing, but. Like there's Bs? Like. (laughs) Yeah. That sting you? Yeah. In the window? Yes. I definitely wouldn't go in there because of that. Yeah, that I'm not going to go into a place that has bees in it. No, no, not especially not if it's a lot of bees. Yeah, and especially if it's Jerry Seinfeld as a bee. Mm. Sure, uh, sure, 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 sure. Sorry, I'm sorry. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if like, I just inceptioned my own stupidity. I would love it if this all took place in the Kirk Bangstad universe, where it's like he's also <laughs> the guy running this travel thing, and it's like the libs are trying to shut down every business I have. Wait, I I like the lips. <laughs> Actually, he's probably he's probably tax more yeah. like this. Oh, Listen yeah. here, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. All right, let's let's move to Ohio. <laughs> no. Do we have to? <laughs> yeah. Not literally. God, Adam, uh, I we're friends. Why we're, are you going doing to, this? Yeah. we're going to Kasich country. <laughs> All right. A couple I- uh, Idaho. Ohio is what I meant to say. A couple Ohio stories up first. And I hope everyone's sitting down for this. But yeah, okay. there That's was it. a measles outbreak in Ohio last year. That's not the surprising part. I understand. <laughs> What is shocking to me is that, according to a recent report, a full 94% of those kids were not vaccinated, which, can you believe it? In Ohio? Yeah. Shocking. And that all- That's not the Ohio I know, and that's not how vaccinations work, as far as I know. Yeah. I've done some research. 
What really bothers me about this story is the 6% that were vaccinated. Because you know, if you're an anti-vaxxer, that's how you're taking this story. You're reading that and going, well, definitive proof that vaccines don't work. Because even those 6% of kids who had it still got measles. Because they were surrounded by a super spreader <laughs> yeah. state. Like, yes. it's, there's only so much you can yep. stave off. Yeah. Yeah. What, vaccines are not a 100% thing. I don't know if oh, there's a... Adam, no. All right. You're being an alarmist now. You're being a, you're being a little bit of a catastrophist now. <laughs> vaccines only. That's all we need now for you know, the, anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't need masks. You don't need you don't need to limit social contact. You don't need to. It's just vaccines. That's all you need. 100% effective in all situations. Those 6% of those kids, it's because they didn't vote hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They probably got it from the Oneida County Committee. Probably. They they introduced (laughs) it to the Ohio area when they were there. They put it in the river, right? They put the measles (laughs) in the river and just, here you go. Yeah, they were planning yeah. their Nazi march. They, they, they poisoned the, the river. <laughs> Skokie. Look it up, everybody. I feel like if you ever go to Ohio, you just have to wear a hazmat suit, the Ohio tuxedo, and that's the only way you're going to make it. <laughs> the <through> this- <laughs> Ohio tuxedo. Yeah. Oh, man. We love you, Ohio. <laughs> uh, but you have Ohio State Buckeye paint on, under, on your face under it. <laughs> And you're wearing a Jim Tressel sweater vest. Sorry, I don't know where this is going. Now, this is one of those stories where when you dig into it, it might not be as bad as it seems because the cutoff for when you can get this particular vaccine, you have to be one year old. Yeah. And of those 85 kids, 80 of them were under the age of five and I forget, damn it, did I not put the percentage in my notes, but a big percentage of those kids were all like just over the age of one. Oh so, my God. Oh. This is, so this it, is a good thing? Well, no, no, it's not. I'm not, it's not a good I, thing, but what I'm saying is this isn't necessarily that yeah. 94% of these kids had anti-vaxxer parents. Like, Sorry, I should <laughs> Access to healthcare in this country isn't amazing. And if a lot of these kids were just over the age of one, one, a lot of parents might not have known that it's time to go get that vaccine. A lot of them might have been like, okay, well, yeah, I'm obviously going to get them vaccinated for that. Let's make an appointment. And they're like, all right, we'll see you in four months. Like, that's how fucking healthcare works in this country. So it's not necessarily that 94% of these kids had anti-vaxxer parents i uh, bet it's probably it's... more like 90 yeah. <laughs> like there's a four percent yeah you know. probably like 85 90 <laughs> yeah. something yeah. like that well and, and it's just again of course the ones who were have now uh forced this upon the people who weren't so right right that's that's fun yeah is measles like, one of the vaccines that were super like that turned my kid into a you know i mean whatever, they're, they're, you know it's all of them yeah i think it's all of them once you're an anti-vaxxer you're an anti-vaxxer it's all of them. Yeah, um, yeah you're not you're not playing salad bar with the vaccines <laughs> <laughs> salad bar <laughs> not like, like we do well we will get measles mumps rubella yeah. but we're not gonna get uh smallpox can you just uh, put a little more tetanus in that for me just a little more just and some gummy you. bears yeah put some gummy yeah. bears on it too <laughs> yeah. 
Look, and my doctor told me I shouldn't have the whooping cough, but I'm going to cheat today. <laughs> I'm having a I'm cheat bag today. <laughs> treat it's yourself. Day. Yeah. So that that is it is a headline that is going to put you in one certain mind frame when you see it. But I don't know that this is as bad as it seems. No, but it, uh, it's it, I mean, it's terrible. It's, it's awful. Bad. It's tragic. Yeah, it's, it's fucking evil. But it's not like an indicator of a bigger, you know. Yeah, it's it's an indicator probably of a problem with the healthcare system in this country more than anything. Yeah. And and um, an indicator of what I hope all of these stories are an indicator of is stay the fuck out of Ohio. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You should just be going to the Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, go to the Dells. Have a yeah. look, book a vacation through Destination Vacations. Get yourself Slash a nice Facebook beer Messenger. at yeah. the beer garden at yeah. the Manak. Um, uh, I can't even remember the name of it. Manakwa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It just rolls off the tongue. This is another Ohio story, but this is kind of like a, a combined Ohio-North Carolina story with a through line <laughs> that is... For the love of God, stop riding roller coasters. You know, I love it when Ohio and North Carolina team up. I'm not a fan of when they're fighting. So, (laughs) yeah, I love roller coasters, though, Adam. Andy, no, I love them. I do. I really do. There are so many incidents recently happening with roller coasters. And the thing about roller coasters, like those things Talk about needing some regulation like they have some in place, but also like for the longest time we've known like what they have to report as an injury being caused by a roller coaster or a ride at a park is like really loose. The reporting isn't there when it comes to how often people are injured by shit like this. As someone who used to go to a very big theme park super often, (laughs) I can tell you. That I'm sorry, what I used to go to a certain theme park a lot. Like, I did you, yeah, like you don't know uh, that. I feel like you would have mentioned this. Uh, well, maybe I have in the past, I can't remember. (laughs) It was a different personality of mine, but that place, which has billions of dollars behind it, had shit break down all the time. Yeah, when you go into the lesser theme parks, I wouldn't trust that for even a little bit because it's like that thing's made to work a hundred times and you're doing that every day. Yeah. 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 I, I think we're just living, whatever. I'll let you, I, I keep, <laughs> I keep, I keep getting to my thoughts on the stories before we talk about the actual story. And I feel like I'm fucking it up. All right. Let's, let's talk about what happened. There was one incident, North Carolina, a guy named Jeremy Wagner captured video of a massive crack in the structure of this roller coaster called Fury 325. His niece and daughter had ridden it six times by that point. And we'll link to the article. This crack, they interview him and he's like, I could see light through it. Yeah. And I knew, he's like, I'm not a fucking engineer, not a construction worker. And it doesn't take one to look at that and know that's a big, big problem. And it was, it's like at the highest point of this roller coaster. That's not a load-bearing rail. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And it looks like it's a load-bearing rail. <laughs> no, I really, yeah. I saw that photo. I remember when this story happened, and it was like, uh, that's Final Destination 3. That's literally the beginning of Final Destination 3. And he said after he told the park employees that 
they were like very nonchalant about it. <laughs> like, just like, oh, well, I'm making like $14 an hour. Yeah, I'm not going to climb up there and get fix paid it. Enough. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Call the fucking police, dude. And uh, yeah, that, that is pretty funny because I've been in not that kind of situation, but when someone comes to you with a concern and you're like, yeah, what do you want? I'm not going to do shit about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in this case, I mean, it's an amusement park, so they aren't going to do shit about it. But he when he got home, he felt uneasy about their interaction and was like, I'm going to call the fire department. And that's when an investigation ensued. So who knows how long that crack has been in that roller coaster? Like, did it happen that day? No. I mean, if the employees were nonchalant about it, maybe, yeah, maybe it's like, I don't know, it was there when I started working here. <laughs> yeah. So I got hired. I just thought that's how the crack was. I thought that's how the roller coaster was supposed to be. Why yeah, that roller like, coaster hasn't been not cracked for 25 well, years. <laughs> yeah, we built it that way. <laughs> I also feel like the person working would be like, oh, yeah, we've known about that forever. That's why I would never ride this. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. We assume everyone broken, could see that. broken yet. You yeah. know? <laughs> Imagine being on it, and that's when you see that crack. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah. no. Or imagine being the workers who are like, dude, you know what we should do? We should set up a webcam for when this finally fails. Like, let's just, <laughs> let's just keep, we'll have the footage, you know? It's like one of those cameras that they set up in like national parks for like baby eagles and shit. But it's just yeah. like trained on this crack, just waiting. Or like the documentary, The Bridge, where they, oh, yeah, right. they oh, wow, pointed yeah. cameras at the Golden Gate Bridge and captured just... footage of people committing suicide and then. Knock, knock, knock on the family's door. Hey, want to be in a documentary? <laughs> weird. Don't they at one point, like, like time lapse it, and it's just like people just like popping like popcorn off the damn bridge. Like it's just <laughs> whoosh, 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 Probably. Whoosh. Yeah. So now let's move back to Ohio. No. <laughs> we got it. We, we just got out. <laughs> this was in Sandusky, Ohio. Weird choice to change their name yeah. to Sandusky in solidarity with that guy. No, I don't think that's what happened. I bet they existed first. Jerry Sandusky, the Penn State guy. Yeah, no, I got okay. it. Okay. Okay. I just good. it's also the town, isn't it the town where Tommy Boy takes place in? Sandusky, uh, Ohio. I think so, yeah. So I just think Tommy Boy. That's probably my a better first reference. connection. My first connection <laughs> that I make is Tommy Boy, not oh that awful monster. <laughs> I've only Penn seen State. Tommy Boy once. I love that scene in Tommy Boy where he's like, that guy on a cracked roller coaster. And he like <laughs> flies off into the sky. Yeah, and... yeah. So what happened in Sandusky, Ohio, at a park called Cedar Point, which is a very mundane name for a adventure park, yeah, apparently. But it's, it's like one of the biggest ones. Is it? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, legend. Is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a big amusement park. It's like a, it's a uh, whatever, you know. I've I've just never heard of it, but they have oh. a roller coaster there called the Magnum XL 200, which at least Ew. for a while held the Guinness World Record for being the tallest roller coaster. And people, that motherfucker stopped mid air recently. Oh, and here's the thing: no one was injured, no one yeah. was hurt, but everyone had to walk down no. that roller coaster to safety. And if you're thinking, oh, easy peasy, no problem. As pointed out in the comments of the article we'll link to, 
one, you're way, way, way up in the air. Yeah. You're on probably pretty rickety stairs that cracked. Yeah. Have an open <laughs> <laughs> that have an open view when you look down. Like you're yeah. seeing the ground below you. Like anyone, like if you have a fear of heights in that situation, I feel like you're gonna be like, I'll wait. I'll just wait until you can restart. You're gonna restart it eventually, like something. Cause that walk would be way, way, way more terrifying than that roller coaster. And they don't have to like belt in or something to go down like I just feel like it's one one slip and like Yeah. You know? It seems very casual. Like, how did they even get that message to him? Did someone go up there? It's the guy coming up. <laughs> hey, so we're going to start unlocking the bars, and you're just going to come down this way. It's fine. He's all Were they out trapped, of like, breath. upside down or something? Like, what, what was it just just a big incline, right? Yeah, they, I, but it seemed like they were, like, at the <clears throat> top of an incline. Oh, hard no. I could have sworn that the Sidewinder at Elitch's in Denver at one point, like, I was, it, they has midair stop in the loop when they were, like, upside down. Oh, that but I could be I could be imagining that. No, I remember. I mean, you're probably not because I remember a story like that recently. Also, like this could yeah. have all been about like recent roller coaster. Yeah. Disaster. yeah. And, just, and Andy, you're still like, put me on a coaster, bro. Let me I love do it. it. I, I was I made a shitty Twitter comment at one point where I was like, what's terrifying about walking down some stairs, guys? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you're a million feet up. It's going to suck. The thing is, is that this is like one of those industries that you would think like if we were to trust this idea of like market self-regulation, right? Like or industry self-regulation and, and like market checks, like this is the industry where that would win out because it's like, well, they're not it's not like food where companies get away with making food harmful because, well, you need food to eat. Like no one needs to go on a roller coaster, right? Except so, like, you, apparently. <laughs> I. I don't go on them very often. I haven't been to amusement park in years and years, but I do love them when I go to them. I'm friends with a few people that are in like, you know, the coaster enthusiast community who like travel all over the country and go on them. And I'm, I've what always kind this? of like, wait, hold on, hold on. You're glossing over <laughs> something huge here. You, it's a lifestyle. That, like, no, it isn't. <laughs> yes, That's it is. not a thing. It is a thing. There are people There's... who like, they, they are roller coaster enthusiasts. They travel, like they plan, all of their trips around going to amusement parks and just going on as many roller coasters as they can. And, and you like, were shooting me passive aggressive shit for saying I used to go to Disneyland a lot early. <laughs> <laughs> you're friends with coaster enthusiasts. I mean, at that point you're like, Oh, they also dress up like mascots and fuck on the rides too. Like, they're, wow. they're, you know, okay. do they, it's not, it's not a sex thing. The hell it's not. <laughs> This is the movie Crash, but roller coasters. Hundred oh, percent. I, yeah. I want to see that movie actually. <laughs> I want to see Crash, but roller coasters. They better not be fucking those roller coasters. <laughs> I just snap. Like you'd think that they would be like, well, we can't kill anybody because then we're really in trouble. Like, and not just as a company, but the entire industry, right? Yeah. Like one person, you know, twenty people die on a fucking roller coaster. It's a big story, and like that's it for amusement parks writ large but yeah. i think that this is it's kid, just like remember that kid all, that got beheaded in kansas city well yeah you know ago? what yeah i guess um uh disneyland famously the last death there was somebody didn't realize a rope was tied down to the boat 
to the Columbia, mm-hmm. the clipper ship, and it went off and took someone's head. And their solution to that was, well, we just don't sail the boat for a couple of years. Yeah. Like yeah. people still came. It was yeah. not, you know. Yeah. And I just remembered in, in like, I want to say in the nineties, I was, or the early two thousands, uh, there was a, that Coney Island, right. There was the, um, one of those silly Siler rides where it like spins and you, uh, are up against the wall and you stick to the oh, wall yeah. and the floor drops out. Oh, one of those someone... like, exploded basically and like fucking like sent people flying and i think a couple people died and it was called like satan's gate or something and has (laughs) this like big like the devil is like standing over it and so like the footage of the or the photographs of the aftermath were pretty uh it was called human smoothie we don't understand why it was so bad Uh, it just blended up people (laughs) they get to heaven and someone's like wait you were on what ride Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me check. Okay. It. You you gotta admit you're asking for this. <laughs> you went into a ride called the De- the Devil's Cuisinart. I did, I did. Yeah, <laughs> Satan's Blender. Come on, <laughs> you gotta know he gets you after that. I thought it said Santana's Blender. I lo- I thought we were gonna listen to like some like sweet guitar jams. And they're like, you still go to hell for that. Sorry. Ah, uh, all right, all right. Hey. Let's move to Los Angeles. Uh, you know, I think I can meet you I on that I already did that. I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going back. Oh, man. Liberal Los Angeles, where everyone's treated great because we're all so progressive. You're so totally. enlightened and ahead of the rest of the country. Let's True. talk about RV encampments. They are absolutely what is going to start the purge in this country it is such an issue now and this i don't even remember exactly what story i linked to that's how many stories like this there are but i feel like it's kind of a complicated thing because it's it's one of those things where your first instinct is to be like oh well this is just what like it's all privileged white people complaining about homeless people being an eyesore and it's in, in some places it is. And in some cases it's that. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. that. And I mean, fuck that. Like, yeah. But also what it is sometimes is just one of many neglected problems in a highly neglected area where yeah. the city government, the state government just does not give a shit about that area in general. And ah, that's. That feels like a different thing to me because the solution will eventually be, okay, well, the RV encampments in the rich neighborhoods, let's move those to Compton. Yeah. Easy solution. And like, no, it's not. Like, that's not a solution. So so much of Los Angeles made it a crime to exist as an unhoused person. Yep. That it's it's the same. I mean, this this you've seen this happen. Over and over and over again across the country in so many, but it's just in Los Angeles, it's such a concentrated, you know, there's such concentrated populations that it becomes really like you can't, once you displace that wherever it goes, it's a mess. And well, don't we have like five times the amount of unhoused people is like, like we're number one and like number two is like 200,000 and we're a million. Yeah. But I, I I don't think the numbers are that high. It's they're not. I that's what's so yeah. that's what's so frustrating about it. I, th- if I recall, it's like less than fifty thousand. What? 
it's it's not as big of a there's right. that many unhoused people in my neighborhood <laughs> travis travis is gonna put tape over his mouth at a city council meeting what that's what, what these that's what some of these west siders are doing they're like showing up uh, with like tape on their mouths but it's like they're not actually putting it over their mouths they're putting it over their top lips so they look like hitler it's really fucking bizarre Okay. Yeah, this this kind of shit brings out the absolute worst in NIMBYs. This is from the Los Angeles Homeless Services <laughs> Authority. The 2023 Greater Los Angeles Homeless Count Results. Uh, I don't know why I'm reading that verbatim. Uh, the results are in. <laughs> the results are in. Capitalism Great. has failed. 2023 numbers, uh, 75,518. That's a lot of people, but I, I really thought it was like... A seven figure number. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe they're not. I mean, greater Los Angeles. That's going to I mean, it's greater. Like that's going to include not like great. not just downtown L.A. And that's what go we got to go to greatest Los Angeles. That's what's so frustrating. That's a it's a 10 percent rise over last year where it was forty six thousand two hundred and sixty. So that's where I'm getting the less than fifty thousand. And gotcha. that's what's so frustrating about it. Like we that's not an unmanageable number. Like, yeah, something like no, could be done. And uh, what do you want to say, Andy? It's just that whole thing is it doesn't pay to solve problems. Right. You know? Right. And that's and that's what happens. And, you you know, when you rare when you the rare occasions where you get a local politician who's running for office in a way that's very frank and earnest about wanting to solve the problem, they they get destroyed by the rest of the political apparatus there. Uh and the yeah. billionaires and millionaires that all want to fucking, you know, maintain uh, whatever it is. they I don't know. It's well, the, you know, all the solutions that were so strange. Like I live not too far from one of those tiny home encampments where they like take unhoused people and put them in basically a shed. But it's oh, yeah. run like a prison. Like you have to yeah. check in. You're not allowed to leave. Yeah. You're like it's 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 like this is just a, a camp. It's not my, a my partner works for a shelter and it's like one of the like leading shelters for and but it's specifically for unhoused families or families experiencing homelessness in in minneapolis and it's like even their rules are kind of like you know a little much for a lot of people that don't want to you know be told how to live and it's uh and then they they still get dicked around by the city government and the county government and the state government and they get to run around and when they say like look our the unhoused numbers in this city are like exponentially increasing from where they were last year because the eviction protections are no longer in place. So we need more resources. The state government's like, nah, you're fine. You're going to make do with what you got. Yeah. It's, it's like, and this is happening everywhere, but yeah, uh, all over, yeah, the especially in LA where the, the population is so dense. Yeah. And that's why these RV encampments are popping up because I mean, they're, it's just like a step above being, homeless. I watch local news pretty much every day and they interview people who are living in these encampments and they're like, man, it fucking sucks, but it's like 500 bucks a month. Like that's, that's what I can afford. And like the alternative, especially in Los Angeles is sleep on the streets. Yeah. And I don't like just to remind people what Andy mentioned about LA changing all these laws that make it like you can only exist as a homeless person in certain areas or yeah. an unhoused person in certain areas. A reminder, 
That's what L.A. did to black people in the 1950s. And that's why South Central Los Angeles became what South Central Los Angeles eventually became, which is the place where L.A. in the 50s corralled all black people and forced them to live in one area. And that's why the answer to this can't be, all right, well, just move. Yeah. What What if we uh, set up a field somewhere in, say, Compton or Inglewood and just let people move their RVs there? Then they won't be as much of an eyesore. And it's like that. I say we set it up in Brentwood. Am I right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, the, yeah. Like, that's the thing. That's always the solution here. And it's a real catch-22, I imagine, for parents who are sending kids to school. Because one of the local news stories I saw recently was about moving RV encampments. And it was in Compton. Mm -hmm. And they interviewed the kids. And I promise you, these are not fucking entitled white kids with rich parents. It's Compton. So now they're passing laws in Compton where you cannot have an RV encampment within 150 feet of a school, which for one thing, what is the point of that? Yeah, yeah. that makes no sense. Like 200 feet isn't any better. And <laughs> like the things they've been like in L.A. where we're uh, a little more liberal, I guess, than Compton. Probably not. But yeah. uh <laughs> Like downtown LA, spots like that where Kevin DeLeon's bitch ass still Dude. reigns. Fuck that guy. They're passing laws where it's like 500 feet. You can't have any like tents or RV encampment type things within 500 feet of a school. And on the one hand, that really sucks because it's criminalizing not having a place to live. Like it's not even like sort of doing that like it's literally doing that it's putting not having a place to live in the same class as being a drug dealer or a pedophile yeah. which even drug dealers and pedophiles i don't think belong in the same category but yeah <laughs> just to hear myself say it yeah and yeah, there is some distinction right but at the same time i don't want kids walking through rv encampments to get to school so like, especially if we're talking that high school in Compton, they're not your enemy either. Like, no, don't get mad at them for not wanting this to be a thing they have to kind of survive on their way to school every day. Like, that's not the problem. The city and the state governments not doing anything about this is the problem. But also, if and you're like, like a rich yeah. white person and you're like, man, there's a homeless person in my alley, well, fuck off. Then, then you are the problem. If you're the yeah. people <laughs> in where I live, I live in a big community, there is in one alley an armed patrol sign. And I promise you it's because every once in a while people will come pull aluminum cans out of the recycling bins when we put our trash out. I guarantee you that's what it's about because- yeah. There's never anyone well, you gotta here. gotta guard those resources. Yeah, um, those exactly. are very yeah, precious, precious resources. Like that's different. That's a different argument. And fuck those people. But I mean, <laughs> look, when the grid falls and we're all just roaming bandits and um it'll be all different because we'll all live in RV encampments at that point, you know? True. That's true. Yeah. There was I should have put this in the notes. I don't know why I didn't. 
I guess I assume everyone watches local LA news and has already heard about this, but Travis, maybe you have. There was a home, I I want to say Boyle Heights, somewhere like that, uh-huh. where a woman- So it could be like Simmer Heights or Char <laughs> Heights or Sear yeah, Heights. Yeah, Sear Heights, I think, Baked Heights. Yeah, that's where I, I live, live in, baby. I want to live in Big Tides, baby. Oh, I think you're thinking of sous vide heights. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I want to go to the highest point of Big Tights. Yeah, yeah. No, it Su- was oh, sous vide. I like that. Sorry, just got it. I think it was uh, Boyle Heights, but a woman set up an RV encampment in her backyard. And when I say that, I mean she managed to move. I think it was like 12 to 15 RVs just how big is her yard? Yeah, wait, she live on a farm? Well, it looks for one thing you got to I'll have to find the story. But <laughs> I mean, in the world where I set up an RV encampment, it's one RV and I'm out of space. Yeah, and I'm changing my name and wearing a mask. And I'm probably <laughs> having my house, you know, taken over by other people. Okay, it was Silmar. Sorry. People at okay. home, I know you were going to complain. Slimar. Uh, I was checking, and uh, I don't know if you're aware, but Boyle Heights and Silmar are two very different towns. No, they're not. <laughs> they might be. I've never been to either, I don't think. No, nah, I've been I'm, to I'm both. sure I've been to Boyle Heights. Yeah. There was, that's where it was. It was Silmar. This woman. That makes more sense. There's huge yeah. backyards in Silmar. She put more than 20 RVs in her backyard. And was renting them out for like three or four hundred dollars a month, which at that point you're just a slumlord, kind of. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. really you're making unhoused people pay you rent. Oh yeah. This is your oh, yeah. Mad Max, uh, Lord of Barter Town origin story. And so you're making people who don't have a home go find money to pay you, so they have a. That's so fucked up. Yeah. I'm gonna send you the link through the chat because it wasn't initially in the notes just look at look at her backyard like it looks like she had those rvs oh placed there by a helicopter like i don't know how they got all of those in there and now imagine you're her oh my next door neighbor yeah because well, now imagine you're one of these in the middle and you're like i can't afford to pay this rent to you anymore how do i leave yeah well that's the thing she owns all of these rvs Oh, what a yeah, nightmare. Yeah, you can't take you the know. RV. Yeah. And yeah, it's what's it's what's fucked up about it is that like yeah, it's awful what she's doing. It's opportunistic, it's exploitative, but it's also like it's kind of more than anybody in the government is doing over there. Like Yeah, and also again, it's the government's fault that shit yeah. like this is even happening or possible. Well, cuz they just criminalize it and then their attitude of do something about it is okay, well we'll send in a fucking SWAT team to sweep it. That's exactly what happened, too. And then they'll go somewhere else. They eventually the neighbors complained enough. And again, like in this case, I get the neighbor's point. Like, yeah, we've all seen Christmas vacation. RVs get shit in. (laughs) And then that shit shit has to be dumped. And that's what was happening. Like, it it wasn't just that there was this encampment. It's that like human waste was being thrown out into the streets but we'll deal with that on an episode of the shit cast exactly the shit cat yeah 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 <laughs> and yeah eventually like the neighbors complained enough and again i i get it yeah. and 
it went to court and the woman who owned the house got evicted and the tenants of the RV encampment were evicted. And I think the RVs were like destroyed. So well, they were on the verge of being destroyed, just existing in that, yeah. what, the condition yeah. they were in. I think I saw a huge crack in one and I reported it and the lady was like, nah, that's been there. Yeah. it And it was like a real standoff for a while there because the woman's property had like a big gate. And there were always like dudes sitting in the front driveway. If media came to talk to him, like those dudes would just walk up and be like, we're not talking to you. And here's the thing. The woman pro- is uh, probably not rich herself. Well, she was getting 400 times 20 a month. Like that's <laughs> Yeah, but she had decent. to move those RVs there. So it's not exactly a passive income. Like she did do some work. Okay. <laughs> we, we stand a girl boss, Travis. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, in the news story, it said that the neighbors put up with this for four years. Four years of four 20 years. Re- 20 RVs dumping shit in the storm drains would be, I mean, you, you I don't know how that place doesn't have uh, the black I mean, plague, it's, you who know? can see yeah. the difference? It's Silmar. Yeah, that's. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at liberal Andy. All of a sudden, class warfare Andy shows up. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Sorry, I don't mean. Look, it's it's fun sometimes. To Sounds be like way. you think certain fascists have good ideas when it comes <laughs> to what to do about other people of different incomes. That's a leap. That's a leap right there. I do genuinely, I, I do genuinely worry about how this is all going to end. Like, I don't know. You get the right. I mean, I, this is all connected. There's a common theme in all of these stories, gang. <laughs> And it, yeah. it is the uh, the experiment has failed. Industries are collapsing and we are in the midst of the cascade. And now let's talk about another now, example. Yo, yo blow had the right idea getting out and going <laughs> off grid. That kid, that kid sees what's coming. He's going to be our leader. He's the John Connor. Now yeah, he's, he's going to have an RV encampment that he leads. Now let's talk about another very complicated story from California oh involving our unhoused crisis and also the mental health crisis like that's sure a lot of the solutions we push for homelessness tend to focus on the home being the problem and sometimes that's not the problem there there are people who walk among us who even if you put them in a home they're just going to go back out on the streets because they have mental health issues and mental illness issues and we just kind of don't address that part and it sucks. Yeah. Well, I do think that a big, big chunk of the negative consequences of mental health issues could be mitigated by, you know, ending the insane economic uh, disparity and injustice in our country. You yeah, know, absolutely. Cause that, that would sort of de-weaponize milita- uh, mental illness a little bit. Yeah, sure would. And so now let's talk about this story. This happened in Stockton, California. Where another just that's a tough town. Yeah, I've been through Stockton. That's yeah, that's, like, a, that's a blue I'm a fan of the 1990s right Utah jazz as well. But you're going to name <laughs> your town after John Stockton. How white are you? It's like Stockton. Not very. Mm. So Stockton, California. This is where two 7-Eleven employees were caught on video just beating the shit out of a shoplifter. And when you first see that headline, you're probably imagining, oh, so like this guy like put a pack of runs. Can't, 
candy his, bar in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. Pocket, and they just beat the shit out of him. And it's not really that. No, no. it is not that. This guy walks in. He's mm-hmm. he looks like he lives on the streets, probably. He walks in. He has a rolling garbage can, and he has. Just, this is my emotional support rolling garbage can. <laughs> and he is just pouring packs of cigarettes into this rolling garbage can. Just like and surprisingly not well. Like there's as many on the ground as there are in the garbage can. Yeah. Like he he's not a he's he's missing quite a lot. Yeah, he's he's gonna leave a mess. It's it looks like like one of those money booths where on your birthday you can stand in there and whatever money you can catch, you get to keep, but whatever falls on the floor, you don't get. Like it looks like that. Like, it's like Kevin, yeah, there's a, a supermarket yeah. sweepstakes you with get the cigarettes. Yeah. The cigarette hurricane box. You just stand in there, and how many how many yeah. cigarettes can you grab? You get to do one specific arm motion into the can. Anything that falls on the floor, you don't take it. Yeah. So he's like, I, I do think it's important that we point out that this is the intersection of multiple crises. It is the intersection yep. of the mental health crisis, the housing crisis, you know, the security state crisis, the whatever. But also the cigarettes are too damn expensive crisis. Absolutely. I mean, not for this guy, though. And here's I mean, they're, they're free for him. And here's the thing. Here's what makes this so complicated to me is you can tell from the video. This is not his first cigarette rodeo. <laughs> like, that's right ladies and gentlemen it's another exciting episode of cigarette rodeo like he's done this and that is confirmed in the article we'll link to because you'll note these employees i don't think were arrested no i mean they might have been i think they were like still looking into it at the point i read this story they interview the cops and the cops are like yeah We've been to that location multiple times because of that guy. Yeah. And that dude, like he has a T-shirt wrapped around his face like a, you know, he, he's not being caught on camera. So there's like some plausible deniability in his mind of like, that's not me. You can't tell that's me because my face is obstructed. And, and he's yeah. And, and you know what his thinking is? His thinking is, well, what are you going to do? Beat right. me up? You're going to beat the shit out of me because I'm stealing cigarettes in California? Like, they're going to just let me go if I get arrested. So go ahead and call the police. I'll come back and do it tomorrow, and they'll arrest me again, and I'll sleep in jail. And then the cycle continues, which another catch-22, because cash bail fucking sucks, and yeah. it is a big, big problem. But that that's for another story. Also, if you're outside my Albertsons <laughs> yeah. with your uh, let's fucking recall George Gascone petitions, fuck off. In life. Wait, there are people sending you that shit? No, there yeah, there are constantly people outside the Albertsons grocery store where I live with oh. petitions to recall Gascon. Yeah, it's like was... fuck off. Like that's gonna the help. Guy from that's that is not a grassroots campaign. <laughs> that is what we call AstroTurf. Yeah. So anyway, this guy <laughs> that's getting gone this... from Beauty and the Beast, Travis. Sorry, whichever one it is. Yeah. What's that? What? Never mind. Let's move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, this guy has done this a bunch and I'm sure it's with a that exact attitude of like, what are you going to do? You going to fucking beat me up? You fucking piece of shit. 7-Eleven employees or like imagine. I mean, a lot of these 7-Eleven locations, a lot of times the guy working that register owns that motherfucker. 
Right. Yeah. Yep. So imagine you're this franchise owner and this guy just keeps coming in and not just like shoplifting a pack of cigarettes. He's stealing like thousands of dollars worth of merchandise constantly. And he yeah. keeps coming back like a fucking horror movie villain. And every time he's like, what are you going to do? Beat me in the legs with a couple of mop handles? In what one an day, interesting idea. In one day, they're like, that is exactly what we are about to do. And then you see this video of them just, it's like the Chappelle show skit about Rick James, where eventually Eddie and Charlie Murphy him. Yeah. are like punching his legs specifically. <laughs> like it looks like they are just pummeling this guy's legs with mop handles. And here's the thing. I don't condone violence in situations like this. Like Andy said, this is another thing where not the police, not the police should be involved. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, apparently they have been. And what do we want the police to do? Like, they probably have arrested this guy a bunch. And I'm sorry, but like California jails are jam packed. Yeah. We don't have room for all of the crime that happens in California. So people get out and like... I don't know what this shop owner is supposed to do, but except, all right, I know, I know, again, this is like putting it on them and that sucks, but put those cigarettes behind like a lock. Isn't that what, isn't he get behind some locked box or is that just a little it's, sneeze guard he's behind? It doesn't look like it. I mean, maybe yeah, I don't he think it's locked. I think it's he maybe just, he he's, broke a lock. I don't know. But also, dude, that dude had a weapon of some kind on him. Like, he kept reaching in his pocket. I think he was pulling out a box cutter. Like, that dude was going to slice him. Like, I think it was okay to, to whack that Man, dude with a, a box handle. cutter is a scary weapon to see yeah. somebody with, for sure. Yeah. I'm more scared of somebody with a box cutter than I am most other implements of harm. Yeah, I've I've heard it said before, like, by some fucking cop, probably, that you charge a gun and you run from a knife. Like, mm -hmm. if someone pulls a gun on you, fucking tackle that motherfucker. Maybe they're going to shoot you in the distance. arm. Yeah. yeah. They got a knife. Book it. You're going to get fucking yeah. stabbed in the jugular vein. There's also just vein. something about the nature of a box cutter. It just seems like not, not even just a standard regular knife, but a box cutter. It just seems so like, ugh. Well, it's got a lot more drag. You know, you yeah. can just really tear a person open. You're going to open me up with that. No, thank you. Also, it's how they did 9-11. With oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they yeah, were both yeah. on the planes, and the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's the conspiracy. That's the conspiracy. Those weren't planes that hit the towers. Those were box cutters. Box cutters can't cut steel beams. I was like, man, I don't. How would you even use a box cutter to take down the World Trade Center? Jesus, just fucking carving at the base. <laughs> Cops walk by, like, what are you Nothing. doing? <laughs> Nothing, man. Nothing, man. Officer. Nothing, man. Isn't that right, building? <laughs> but yeah, and now this guy's doing 7-Eleven with box cutters. Mm -hmm. and and it was an inside job, too. <laughs> yeah, he if, was behind the, yeah. Yeah, if he had a knife, then yeah, that's that's bad times. Then you think the Saudis were involved in this? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. The box cutter, that's Who that do you think put thing. the cigarettes there? <laughs> The bone, bone saws and box cutters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also, the thing 7-Eleven does to keep homeless people from gathering outside their place. 
is sometimes a little extreme. It, they're they're just above putting like barbed wire down like like the way you yeah. keep pigeons to lie on you know not land on something you just put like a spiked strip down so they don't land on a lamppost yeah i feel like we're gonna start putting like spiked mats in front of the door so that you can't i have one by me that does that thing where they blast classical music outside yeah mine the mine one by me does like that imagine too. being classical music and you're like hey this people just, love us <laughs> i just love the idea of like you know, the uncultured swine will have to leave because they can't stand to only hear classical music. I want to hold a seance at Mozart's popper's grave and tell his spirit that his music is being used to intimidate the have-nots away from 7-Eleven convenience stores. So, yeah. That's so fucked up. That's Guantanamo Bay shit. We're doing Gitmo tactics at convenience stores. The experiment has failed. Look, if you want to keep it convenient, there's certain things you got to do to keep uh, keep the lights on all the Jesus time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a noir story. It's just like, it's all a bummer. There's no good guys. No. You know, maybe the guy that filmed it and then stopped the employees from like, I don't know, paralyzing the guy. Yeah. Eventually he's the good guy. Eventually. Eventually stopped him. Yeah. He, but even he is like, yeah, I don't know. I hope I don't see that guy again. Like. Yeah, he was like, okay, this is getting to be a bit much, but I get it. Yeah. Like, he eventually yeah. stopped him. But so, yeah, like, that's such a complicated issue that can't just come down to, oh, don't, don't criminalize being unhoused. Like, yeah, don't, but also fucking mm -hmm. do something. Yeah. And I don't mean beat people in the legs with mop handles. Like, do I something mean, before it comes I, to that. Hey. I, I doubt he'll that guy will come back. He might I mean, send somebody else on his behest on his behalf. But uh, what if he comes back with a fucking mop? <laughs> he comes back on like crutches, ready. <laughs> it's like the Looney Tunes, you know, where like yeah, they, they, they punch in. <laughs> morning, Ralph. Morning, George. Uh, <laughs> they just have a mop handle fight every morning. I was thinking of the like when they when they pull out a bigger gun on each other. Like he comes back with a mop, they come yeah. back with bigger mops. <laughs> he comes back with an even bigger mop. It like silver lining. That could just turn into like a thing people watch on the internet every morning. Like oh, mop fights, mop time fights. The, time for the cigarette fight. <laughs> yeah, time for cigarette rodeo. <laughs> I wonder how the mop fight challenge is going to go this week. This season on Mop Mob Justice. <laughs> it, it's oh, justice. what a tragic situation! It, yeah, this is awful. It's awful. It's 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 harrowing. It I hate everything. Yeah, capitalism is a disease, and it is terminal, and it will consume us all. Yeah. Now let's talk about one last thing that's going to consume <laughs> so us all. So let's have some good news. Taylor Swift, also addictive, just like cigarettes. I've I've never been into her. I don't. Uh, yeah. Well, but I, I'm just saying statistically, if you look at the number of people hooked on Taylor Swift, it's That's very true. high. Yeah. 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 I went cold turkey after uh, Red. Red was the I loved Red, and I liked a lot of the whatever the album was that came after that. But everything said <laughs> I don't care. She also like just it, like I'm not. I'm I like not that, into. I like that Andy's like yeah I don't care about Taylor Swift. And now let me run you through my album. favorite albums quick. <laughs> Here's uh, a track list review. <laughs> Eight point four out of seven. 
<laughs> what kind of scale is that? I don't know. It <laughs> like make four out sense. of seven when it has a when it has a past stat it's buff. So like, good. It's eight point four out of seven. Now what you see is I'm wearing a, a legendary armor infused with an aspect that actually gives my Taylor Swift appreciation a boost <laughs> yes. over the max. You did extra credit on your Taylor Swift review, so you got a higher score. <laughs> I yeah I don't care about her I don't think she's great I don't think she's the worst I think her fans are fucking awful yeah I they're think that's they're a bit much. Only, yeah they're only second in toxicity to like Harry stands and I'm but, I'm kind of falling victim to the eras tour as we speak it is in Los Angeles it's at SoFi yeah. Stadium and me and the wife had tickets to go see Beck at the forum Uh-oh. in Inglewood, which is right next to SoFi Stadium. And we decided we didn't want to go ahead of time. Like we've already decided that because we're going to see a different show later. But we is it corn? You can tell me if it's corn. <laughs> no. But we then found out that Taylor Swift has a show at SoFi that same night. So just getting to that back show would have been a nightmare. And hey, I talked about this before we started recording. Let's let's talk about a new way that Ticketmaster can can fuck you over. I bought tickets for this Beck show that I would happily part with for like $40 each just so I could make a little bit of my money back. But now Ticketmaster does a thing where if you buy tickets, the event organizer can put a minimum amount that you can sell those tickets for. And so I have to sell these tickets for a price that no one is going to pay for them because fucking Taylor Swift is playing next door at the exact same time. I That's, feel like they're really leaning into the master part of Ticketmaster. Like it's where the, just, insane. You know? The UN needs to send troops into Ticketmaster. <laughs> like, they really do. It's, it's like they... It's just common accepted knowledge that they are like one of the faces of Satan. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, it's such a common thing to like, oh, well, I got to unload these tickets. Let me sell them cheap. And now you can't. Yeah, you can't. You're nope. Just, and like, who's that helping? You want empty it, right? seats? It's not helping them. No, it, they're they're the strongman dictator of like entertainment. You know, like they... If Ticketmaster were a person, they'd they'd make their own like little general costume with attaboy badges everywhere, and they'd they'd have all these like weird rules about how you had to always talk about them. And Did they're Taylor crazy. Swift ever because right Ticketmaster had a big fuck up when she started putting tickets on sale for the Eras tour. There was like a big issue. Yeah, well, it's because they couldn't get they they couldn't handle the traffic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, it like crashed their servers, <laughs> and yeah, she like publicly wrecked reprimanded them but yeah. where are you going to buy taylor swift tickets Ticketmaster? like i don't know i'm just gonna hit her up i'm just gonna text her oh that's a good idea yeah hey can i get some tickets Wait, why doesn't she just start ticket swift and like just <laughs> sell her own tickets yeah i mean well we did a whole episode about that there are most venues in this country have exclusive deals with Ticketmaster in live nation where they oh, because they're the same fucking person right where they cannot mm-hmm. sell tickets through anyone else except yeah. them. So that's what happened to Pearl Jam when Pearl Jam tried. That's what happened to Pearl Jam? Well, when <laughs> Pearl Jam tried to sue 
Ticketmaster. I remember, yeah. That's what they ran into was they could only play like fairgrounds in goddamn Montana and shit because Ticketmaster had exclusive deals with all these outlets and everyone else in music was like, we're not saying a thing, dude. Like there's nothing- we None of these industries need to be regulated. None no, of them need no. any oversight. <laughs> yeah, Ticketmaster. Like, people really discount how problematic they are. Like, they're awful. Like, it's they're always like Walmart, Amazon, like social media companies that get shit. Like, Ticketmaster is a fucking criminal enterprise. Yeah, and we're not even talking the about the, like, convenience charge that they put on. And it's like, there's no other way to buy your fucking ticket. It's not a convenience charge. <laughs> it's the way your business works. And yeah. you're yeah. putting as many fees as the ticket. I bought tickets to go see the Breeders. They were $50 tickets. They were 150 by the time I paid everything. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Somehow, only Robert Smith from The Cure got Ticketmaster to back down at all because oh yeah, yeah his the cure i think that tour is happening right now he was yeah. like i i want tickets to be 20 dollars then and yeah. Ticketmaster was like all right we're just gonna put 45 dollars worth of fees on them and sell them for what we want and he was like no you're not and they were like okay we'll give everyone five dollars back and that's pretty much the settlement that happened nuts jesus they're the worst i hate them so much um but hey, there is good Taylor Swift news. There is that. Oh, story. she finally decided to cancel her L.A. shows to show solidarity with the hotel workers strike. You're really going to put that just <laughs> no, on Taylor I'm fucking Swift. with you. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, that, that is a thing. Who was it that called her out about that? It's the lieutenant governor. What's her face? Uh, unless you're talking about somebody else, the lieutenant governor, like, yeah. along with a few other politicians were like, you should. And like, I, whatever. I, it's another story where there's like no good guy. Yeah. Cause <laughs> everybody that, in that story sucks too. That to me, except for the hotel workers. Right. Exactly. And like that to me feels like almost the definition of performative. Like, you yeah. know, Taylor Swift's not going yeah. to cancel those six shows. And also, like, she's not thinking about that hard enough. Like, who's that really going to hurt? Is it going to hurt the hotel industry? Are they going to give that money back? Are they going to, like, some hotel reservations you can cancel, but if you want to save some money, you pay in advance and you can't cancel them. It's one of those things where the ball was already rolling. There's no turning it around. You know, you can't. Like Taylor Swift's not going to cancel the shows that are like, yes, it's but just Taylor Swift happen. also doesn't have to campaign for reelection. So she doesn't need to like <laughs> yeah. be in the news in that way, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, true. But I will say this, this story that we're about to get into does kind of like when people are like, well, it's not her responsibility and she doesn't have the power anyway. It's like this story kind of says, nope, she does have it. She does have the power. She has, she is a significant factor. Uh, I mean, my the city where I live, our fucking stupid ass mayor was like when she played here was like, I I call this uh, we're renaming Minneapolis Swiftiapolis for the day for the weekend. And it was like they called it Taylor Swift weekend. And it was a fucking it's so stupid. Yeah. But what, what was my point? My point was she's like a huge significant factor in this. And this next story does prove it in a, you know, in a okay, you know what? Maybe I do like her kind of way. Yeah. What happened, and I'm sure people have heard about this, is Taylor Swift made news for giving all of the truck drivers on the Eras tour, I think there's like 15 of them, something like that. Oh my God. $100,000 bonus checks. 
And that's just the truck drivers. According to all reports, her like backup dancers, musicians, like everyone got these yeah. huge bonus checks. Guys, we should be driving trucks for Taylor. Yeah, do you want to drive trucks yeah, for Taylor? No shit. <laughs> like, and I mean, fucking good for her for that. Yeah. I don't know how you would like find a way to criticize that. Like, that's no, I mean, pretty it's, fucking. It's cool. like the reverse Lizzo story. Yeah, oh, it's like that fucking Lizzo story. I, yeah, I don't. That's that's a whole other episode, probably. It sure is. Yeah, but I. It is good. It's feel good. I mean, again, I'm not going to ever be like, yeah, Taylor Swift's all right, just because I have a policy of never saying that about anyone who has a private jet. I don't but, know. I bet if she gave you a hundred grand, you'd uh, you'd but, be like, well, that's, Taylor that's Swift's the, thing. the best. That's the thing is this is life changing money for these people. Like this is money that's going to like at least guarantee that everybody who got this is like fine and doesn't have to worry at the moment. Like, and that's huge. I didn't. It was like the total was like something like 55 million just Good in Lord. bonuses to these. That's people. a yeah. lot. That's just, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, especially no criticize it. Like, I mean, the only I, I'm, I guarantee there's someone out there who's going to be like, could have given them 200,000. Like, <laughs> yeah, but shut sure. up. She could have just given every one of her fans $10,000 and then everybody gets money. It could have been Swiftalism, you know, <laughs> A modest proposal by Taylor <laughs> Swift. She's going to start talking about eating. Okay. I I do think that the one thing it does say is like, well, she she dropped 55 million without sweating on these people. Like she could have canceled. You know, she has more power than. Right. But that's but, the thing. It's not just going to cost her money. Like SoFi, yeah, yeah, yeah. SoFi Stadium. Yeah, that's owned by a, a big corporation or whatever. Like I actually don't know if SoFi in particular is that bad i'm sure they are they're a bank but again if you own a stadium you're probably bad yeah (laughs) well do they own it or they just have the naming rights to it i don't know if they Uh, own it yeah fair fair. but inglewood is a community that could probably use all the money that is going to be pumped into that community from six taylor swift shows (sighs) yeah but that's also that's also like the Olympics thing too, where yeah. it's like, yeah, it's going to stimulate the economy, Olympics. but yeah. no, it actually does not stimulate the economy in the local areas that it that it affects. It devastates uh, them. Uh, the Olympics economically devastate. Oh, no, the Olympics, yeah, because you got to build all that shit. But just, this stuff yeah. exists already. Yeah, I okay. don't know that Taylor Swift coming to town has the same impact as the Olympics. <laughs> they don't start probably not chucking homeless people into the ocean because Taylor Swift shows up, but. uh didn't didn't her fans cause an earthquake because they were like too rowdy yeah they it like registered which i guarantee (laughs) we're gonna find out that was like a hoax at some point but maybe not yeah it reminded me chris paul i I looked it up he graduated from college recently and when he graduated he gave the entire graduating class twenty five hundred dollar checks which is both cool and seems a little low chris paul's (laughs) Chris Paul's got some fucking bank. Which twenty five hundred? This isn't even rent. Which that reminds me of a story from the Chicago Bulls glory days. I don't remember who the player was, but they did like a secret Santa thing, and Michael Jordan drew his name and gave him like a portable CD player, and he was like, "I was expecting a Land Rover." Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if that was 
part of me is like, I hope that's BJ Armstrong. No, it wasn't. It was like, if it was BJ Armstrong, I'd remember. Okay. I feel like Michael Jordan just fished something out of a All gift right. bag and put a bow on it. And he was like, here you go. <laughs> he didn't buy that shit. <laughs> no. Someone at no. Nike got dispatched to go buy that at the last <laughs> minute, probably. He could have given him a pair of literal Jordans and they yeah. would have been. Yeah. One and then he probably. <laughs> and then he probably like gambled him for it later and won. I'll bet my dad's <laughs> life I can, I can <laughs> make this shot. I mean, they would gambled the CD player. That was an escalation. Oh. Yeah. It was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that went there quick. So, yeah. I mean, good for Taylor Swift for this. I'm. I'm really on the fence about the hotel thing. Yeah, I am too. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being a dick. Cause it, <laughs> you can't really stop it. And like you all know, those kids, it, those kids want to see Taylor Swift. Let them see. Ta- also, yeah, but... the woman who called her out, went to the eras tour when it was in like San Francisco no. or something. Yeah. So she's yeah, like, there, well, now fine. that There's I'm no not going to lose anything yeah. as a result of this, yep. which come on. God. Uh, politicians are they're the worst yeah it's yeah. a mess but hey tickets yeah, to the heiress tour are still available i am definitely applying to be a taylor swift truck driver yeah that's that's crazy that that's is a good job i would but it's like you know are they gonna drug test is this one of those things i'm fine probably i got you i'm good oh you can borrow my urine andy i'm <laughs> okay. kind of all right yeah. with truck drivers being drug tested no no no. yeah no no i'm just saying it's not a job i could do correct you know right right like i i yeah also too they'd be like where's andy's truck well andy got distracted and had to tweet an opinion about something and so he's gonna be a little late to the show did he get distracted or destructed (laughs) both Mm. and i think that's where we end this is good this is good episode thank you both for doing it uh We'll we'll coordinate our trip to the Eras tour off, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I figure we'll just take my private plane because Andy's yeah. fine with it. I'm yeah. gonna yeah, I'm gonna helicopter totally. there. Yeah, a private helicopter like the Harvey Danger song. No, I'm Perfect. gonna I'm in. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a public one. A public helicopter. I'm gonna yeah. call it Uber helicopter. <laughs> yeah, Uber copter. Uber share helicopter. Um, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Uh, Nothing I can talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get all these secrets again. Wow. Yeah. Creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Me and Andy yeah, are going to talk about what it is later. We're going to yeah, figure we, it out. Yeah. We're going to brainstorm. We're going to figure out what it is. Um, Andy, do you have anything? I mean, there's new look good for the boys uh, episodes again. We're wrapping up the season. The Shark Week episode should be out now after a delay. Uh, yeah, that's it. And that's it. I think I think that's it for me, too. Let's get out of here. Andy, say goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Travis, would you say goodbye? Well, uh, Travis already left, but I, (laughs) Syphilis Bear, would like to say have a wonderful day and a big old hug. Goodbye, everybody. We hug you.